All right. Hello. Welcome to Conversations with Chris. I'm your host, Chris. And today, we begin a new journey. I'm going to start interviewing and having conversations with people, uh, strange people that I've never met before. We're going to interview some famous people that I've also probably met before, some of them I might have a friendship with. And then we're going to just introduce and meet some regular old people that don't have much going on in life, uh, but are pretty cool people. So today I'm here with one of my longest friends in the world, and he's one of those famous people that's really, really famous. His name is Johnny Sloan. We call him John Sloan, though, because Johnny's what I call him. But uh, he's here with us on the show today. Thanks for being here, Johnny. How you liking it? That's nice. You know, been famous in my own mind since 1981, so uh, <laughs> doing good. <laughs> he's certainly the most famous person he knows and the most entertaining person he knows as well. Uh, but he keeps us all laughing and having a good time. But he's also an inspiration to everybody. I mean, he's one of those few people in this world that genuinely inspires me daily and uh, he has lived a life that is very similar to one that I've lived and probably one that most people have lived and that's something that uh, has overcome a lot of challenges and then stayed steadfast with it. So Johnny and I met back in the streets of our hood where we grew up literally. Uh, He's uh, three years younger than me so the same age as my brother. It was me and him and Kyle and Daniel and Uh, Mike and really just uh, Danny Tron. I mean, there was a whole bunch of us back there and we all ran around together on bicycles before there was cell phones and technology and we certainly raised hell and got ourselves in a lot of trouble, didn't we? Oh yeah, we had some fun. Those are are the good old days, man. Little street hockey, basketball, all the stuff. Chris always on his rollerblades. He loved his (laughs) rollerblades. (laughs) It was the 80s, man. Rollerblades were in. It was a good time. Hey, football, street football at the old bus stop. That was a good time right there. We had a good time playing football. Jumping on the trampoline. Trampoline. There was a lot of injuries that took place on the end of trampoline. And then after that, we uh, we moved apart. I went into the military, and he stuck around the area. Tell me what happened after that. Where did where'd you go in life? Oh, man. That's, uh, you know, that's, that's a long time ago. Just, to, you know, just did what everybody else did. Started off going to school and... Uh, Got in college, job, and then just started having too much fun and quit going to college and quit having a job. <laughs> you know? Sounds uh, about perfectly accurate. <laughs> uh, yep, yep. Those were the those were the tough times. Um, but I don't know. I feel like we all go through tough times. You know, like um, went through my addiction, as you know, during that time. Quit going to college when I had three classes left. You know, which. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so my, close. Yeah, my dad wasn't happy about that. <laughs> I didn't realize till I got older, you know, he's, he used to always joke and call it the Sloan Scholarship because I, I was very <laughs> blessed where my dad paid for school. Um, <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, you can say that uh, quitting when I had three classes left was a little upsetting. Yeah, you may want to go back and finish that up. I mean, three classes. Oh, I've, I've, I went back and finished it up. Oh, look at that. That's see, right. there's a guy. We you haven't CF gotten to that part of the go, story. Go Knights. That's Let's right. See. Oh, look yeah, at you. UCF yeah. grad. Okay, we're going to have to take a look at that diploma and make sure we put that thing on. <laughs> on. <laughs> Just typed it up yesterday. That's right. <laughs> I got a few of those myself. Mine say Harvard. <laughs> I decided to go with a bigger school, but it was a great time. So how long did that last? I know you had uh, struggled with addiction and the problems that come with that for quite some time, yeah? So, man, that was probably, I think I was like, uh, and my timeline with everything is just always a little uh, little off. So th- this isn't all completely accurate, but I would say um, 20, so I'm 41 now. 
as Chris mentioned, I'm three years younger. Yeah, 27 was when it really got bad. And when uh, I, I had a job and the job told me at the time, if you get in another accident in our company van, then we got to let you go because of insurance. Wait, 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 wait. You were in college at 27 still? No, 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 no. I, I, Well, yeah, Just no. Still, college still took there? me forever, bro. Okay. Yeah, it wasn't I was like only a ever taking like one or two classes while working, you know. And then uh, how many times did you wreck a company van before you got the warning? No, it was just, it was just two. Just so two? Been three. Just twice. The third time was your, your final time. He's like, sorry, we can't let you wreck the company van a third time that's that was basically it that was basically it well they so, were awfully patient about that well you know i guess they had some good insurance <laughs> uh, but then i wrecked it the third time and i just went and parked it up the job and quit <laughs> because I, I knew i wasn't what gonna... do you do at that point there's <laughs> yeah, nothing I'm to done, say. you know you got no excuses i mean there's really not much you could say i mean, I mean just throw really... in the towel that's it just park it and walk away so you walked away from that and then you decided to switch it up well and then it was probably like three years just no job like heavy drugs um you know and then it just got to the point where it wasn't fun like i didn't have a truck anymore you know uh then it got to the point where every month i couldn't wait to see the doctor you know with with my fake mri and fake pers prescription history you know and uh Wow. And and so all this time you know of course um because of the life i was leading you know getting in trouble along the way just got in a lot of trouble. Um, I, I know this job I had now when HR called me, they said, okay, we need to talk about your arrests because I, I had, uh, <laughs> my job's cool, you know, but you just have to let them know up front. Sure. And so I called my lawyer and I said, how many arrests do I have to put? Cause I didn't even know how many I had to put. <laughs> he told me to go to the courthouse, which I did. And there was like six or seven arrests that I had to put down. But a lot of them say like, closed or like um dropped, dropped sealed, or whatever so i don't know what happened so hr called me and they're like so we're just gonna have to talk about some of the things that happened and i was like listen i'm just gonna be completely honest um a lot of this stuff it was a bad time in my life and a lot of this stuff i don't even remember and so they said well what happened here i was like well that's the thing i don't know it says closed it doesn't tell me what i did so i, I don't remember so during that time getting in trouble you know I didn't mean to get off tangent there, but no getting in trouble. And then I would say at the age of, so 41, it's like 32, I got, I got put in jail for, it was, um, I think it was like, like 40 days, got out and then got put back in for another 24. And I don't know what it was because my parents had given up on me a long time before this had happened. And for whatever reason, they just said, hey, listen, we want to get you a lawyer. I ended up getting in drug court, which was like the best thing that could have ever happened to me. And for whatever reason, you know, this time I was like just completely different. I was just like, what am I doing? You know, in jail, like all my arrests, it was all, you know, in and out the, that day, you know. And then the last two, spending all that time in jail, it was just uh, I just had like an epiphany or whatever. Got clean, went through drug court. I started being a, uh, a maintenance man at Warner Christian Academy, nice. which, uh, that's old school. I was yeah. kind of kindergarten for me in seventh grade. Exactly, man. Yeah. yeah. So, Hey, just pulled up something online here. It says you, uh, well, first let me start out by saying, uh, what's your middle name? 
Westby. Don't you forget Just it. Just needed to know that. that. Okay, Just I wanted to let you record. know that's a family name. It's like a family heirloom. It's basically like my middle name is a diamond ring. I, I want to show you something so that, you know, just, just between you and I, you have this, this by far a world record for my, my case, but it says here 57 possible criminal infractions and then list them all out for you. So I've got a running record that says 57 <laughs> times you were arrested. John, I don't think it was that bad. Johnny, Maybe I, that's I, all the charges, but I was to only be fair, like 17. No, no human could remember that many arrests, so <laughs> we'll call it 17. But regardless, we can go down the whole list right here and read them. <laughs> that's pretty wild, man. I don't know. How you, that's some good... Uh, so, yeah, Westby John slogan. Yeah, man, got you right here. Your address, phone number, all that. And 57 possible criminal infractions i know that some of them are kind of jumbled together because they list them like if you got arrested for one thing then they did five charges that's why it says so many but yeah. still i've never seen that big of a number on anybody i've ever pulled up yeah i don't know whether to be embarrassed or proud so <laughs> i'd be really proud with where you got now i would be embarrassed at the time <laughs> so during that phone call you guys were on the phone for what six eight hours going through all these <laughs> yeah yeah no, was no, it a two-day interview no, no, no. It, was, it was real quick yeah luckily they didn't have that Jeez. <laughs> they didn't have my technology <laughs> So then you uh, ended up getting the job, which, by the way, you turned around and made it into a freaking full-blown career and I'm probably one of the most successful people at that company now. Uh, no, no, no. So so first what I did is I started off at Warner Christian. That's before I went to um, where I'm at now, Wyndham. Gotcha. Um, so Warner Christian Academy, I was a maintenance guy, which when I got hired there, they said, um, what they say? Do you know how to pick, put up drywall? I was like, no. They're like, do you know how to put in an electrical outlet? I was like, no. They said, do you know how to change a ballast and a light? I said, no, but I'm a quick learner. That's all they wanted to see. And uh, ended up getting hired. And it was probably, it was the lowest paying job I had ever had in my life. Um, I'd always done sales up until this point. Um, and it was the most humbling experience I ever had. Like, I, I remember classrooms of, you know, three to five-year-olds, the little kids just running up, Mr. John, and then all just running up and giving me big hugs. And from that, like, we just had a hurricane here. I just basically re-drywalled our whole place, you know, from what I had learned <laughs> from so you, this you job. you learned how to hang you drywall know. after all. My wife's pointing at herself because she helped you, as did, well. Right? Did you learn how to uh, do electrical also while you are over there? Yeah, I learned how to do the electrical. That's good, know. that's good. Yeah. A maintenance guy that can't do any of that stuff's not going to be of much value. <laughs> hey, I can do it all now. Well, I thank, don't like to do it all. Thank you, Warner Christian, for helping Johnny get to the point where he can actually uh, make a difference. That is right, yeah. And so then after that, all right, I went to, uh, where did I work? Oh, I, I did nurse recruiting. It was the first, it was my, so, so during that time at, when I was at Warner. Tell me uh, what you know about nurses. Well, this is the thing. I don't know anything. Um, <laughs> How you get all these jobs without knowing anything about what you're hey, doing? <laughs> you know, that's, uh, you know, I'm a fast learner. That's the gift. That's the gift you have, man. That's the gift you have. So tell us about the nurse recruiting. Let's okay. So we did five, it was like four years at Warner mm. and uh, maybe three. I decided to go back. I went back. I got my degree. Um, UCF no longer held business administration. So I had to do interdisciplinary studies. Instead of three classes, I had to take seven. Um, so I took those seven classes. I'm pretty sure I aced them all. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, or at least I'd like to think I, I aced them all. I believe you did. <laughs> but you passed. But we passed. We got the degree. And then from there, I went to nurse recruiting. My first sales job back since, you know, my addiction and from 
from finishing getting my degree and I failed after three months. Uh, so that was a little tough. Would you say that all the uh, criminal infractions happened while you were going through your drug and alcohol? Yes, yeah, yeah. So I, uh, You've had, you it was know, zero, a perfect record after you got I haven't clean. even had a speeding ticket in over 10 years. Wow. Yes. That's yeah, a big yeah. change right there. That's something not everybody's capable of doing. So congratulations, yes. man. That's amazing. So yeah, thank you. Tell us more about transition to nursing. Okay, so, yeah, no, it didn't work. I did it for three, <laughs> three months, and that was it. Bam. But, uh, you know, that's the one thing. God's always looked out. God always has a plan. So I've just always believed that, and it's always worked out for the best every single time, even during my tough times. But I got a job at Wyndham Ocean Walk. And just been killing it ever since. So, um, well, and let's be fair, you really started out in one department and failed there too, yeah? Yeah, yeah, and then actually, you yeah. Transferred yeah, over to yeah, another department yeah. and then you've just so literally. So, failed my second job too, sales. And then after like three months, they're like, hey, you should try marketing. So, I tried that and um, it's been a blessing. Yeah, crushing it's been it. Very good. Crushing yeah, it. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, you kind of uh, run things there now, don't you? I mean, I've been there in November's over five years. So, yeah. Wow. Been that long already. And also, it was about uh, that same time period where you came into CrossFit Port Orange, and I was there with Kyle, and I think you said to him, hey, I need something to keep me busy and occupied. You guys worked out of something. Kyle is one of our street homies, too, from when we were young. We'll give him a shout-out. Also, CrossFit Port Orange, amazing place to train in Port Orange, Florida. But, uh, yeah, they kind of gave you a membership and got you started over there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's pretty funny. Like, they just did a thing at CrossFit where they do this member spotlight thing, like, every day, you know. So they, they did me. And one of the things I had said, like, they said, what, what's one of the biggest misconceptions uh, or uh, with CrossFit or whatever? Or what would you tell people? Well, the question was, what would you tell people thinking about joining CrossFit? And I, I, I say you don't have to be in shape to be in crossfit like people have all this misconception that you got to start working out and get in shape to be in crossfit like when i first started crossfit it was like eight years ago kyle basically said hey you got to come try this uh, you know i i basically started it within a week of being out of jail that second time i remember i was there um, the day you came in yeah and i didn't know anything about it i'm no. like crossfit i had never even heard of crossfit and i hadn't you know? seen i hadn't seen you since little kids or since yeah. high school yeah and so when you came in that day i was like what and you did not look like you do now yeah no, no. Yeah. <laughs> you've definitely done well there i had hair right? <laughs> yeah but and a few extra uh lbs yeah, yeah that's the truth <laughs> But yeah, it kind of changed your life, huh? I mean, I totally understand because you're right. The first thing out of people's mouths when it comes to yoga is, oh, I'm not flexible enough to do yoga. Right, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. what? Yeah. <laughs> like if, yeah. if you're not flexible, you should come to yoga so you right. can gain flexibility. Mm -hmm. That's the whole point. CrossFit's very much the same way. You don't have to be strong or in shape to do CrossFit. As a matter of fact, that's why you go there is to get in shape and get yourself strong. Mm -hmm. So you've obviously done that too. You've turned around your body, your mind, your soul everything and then you're gifted with the most beautiful woman ever who adores you yes i am i set yeah. that i teed that one up for you bro she liked that and we'll go ahead and mention her name amy who is now his beautiful wife at first when we all saw amy we were like what in the hell is she doing with johnny and then we all were like after we got to know her more we were like really no really what the hell is she doing with johnny and then after more and more time went by, we were like, no, nah, I'm just kidding. They said, this is perfect. And they couldn't be a better couple for each other. You know what's funny is, so you guys were saying, you know, 
what were you saying again? Repeat that again. Uh, uh, what in the hell was she doing with Johnny? Yeah, and all her family was saying, damn, I, d- I didn't know there was male models in the state of Florida. I thought they all lived in New York. You gave them blue steel, didn't you? <laughs> you might have slid in there with a magnum. Who, who is that stallion heir if I've ever seen one? Oh, my gosh. They didn't realize they raised them like that down here, did they? <laughs> so you guys have been married now how long? Uh, this June will be seven. Bam. Seven years. So eight years ago you uh, started CrossFit. Seven years yes. ago you and Amy got married. Yep. And how many years ago you started at Wyndham? November was five. Five years. So it's safe to say that, you know, in the last eight years you've done, a well, let's say 57 in criminal infractions online, but we'll call that 17. Uh, we'll just, you know, whatever. It's just math. <laughs> They're just numbers anyway. They don't really mean anything. But, I mean, you know, spending uh, 18, arguably a little early, because we both, you know, started things young, till about, uh, let's see, eight years ago would have made you how old? Eight years ago would have made me 33. So from 18 to 33, you spent most every day, all day, destroying your life, tearing your body apart, treating yourself like crap, probably treating other people like crap. And then for the last eight years, you're one of the most inspiring people that I know. And I'm not just saying that because we go way back and our friends, like genuinely, you're one of the best quality people that I know. Well, I appreciate that. And I think it shows, I mean, your success in your relationship, your success in your work life, your success in your home life, everything you're doing right now is a testimony to exactly how much you changed and to, to all the effort you put into it. Yeah, it's all, it's all God, man. You know, I'm just truly blessed. You know, we are... Uh been a lot of hard work you know but it's been good man it's certainly and i appreciate you saying that bro you're an inspiration too bro you're, you're into so many things bro i swear it's, ah, it's not really it's cool man you know me it's, i've always just been a good talker so that kind of right. gives me the avenue you know i mean well, heck, you know, talk it depends about, on who you ask you've but, been into uh, a lot of things too it was just 57 <laughs> criminal infractions <laughs> <laughs> i mean that's 57 jobs right there that's a lot of work right, you know Plus, you, go big or go you home, sold. Bro. That's what I'm saying. We gotta do it right. I'm not gonna lie. That's a lot. But uh, you know, hey, you recovered from it and you made changes to your life that really have. I've never seen anything like it in my life. To be honest with you, you're one of the few people that I know that's as I am. I've also been through lots of drugs, lots of alcohol, lots mm-hmm. of partying, lots yeah, of bad decisions. I was just fortunate enough to get away with them, so I didn't end up <laughs> in jail. But I did end up in the military, which is about the same thing. You know, I've been able to rebuild my life, and obviously we both have been working together over at CFPO, and there's times where, you know, you've been the reason why I showed up there in the morning, and it was during times where I reached out to you and said, Johnny, I need you just to talk to me, man, and let's just go for a walk. And we've had some great walks and great talks, and, you know, I believe that's what it's about, that brotherhood, that, you know, living together, growing up together. We missed out on that time together, but it's probably for the best because obviously we would have really gotten in a lot of trouble Mm -hmm. and neither of us would be sitting here right now. So uh, obviously, you know, as you said, God is your testimonial. Uh, Kyle, I know, did you some favors in the beginning to get you started out there? You know, a big shout out to Kyle. Like, you know, because when I had gotten out of jail that second time, I had literally nothing. Like, I remember getting from drug court a $30 gift certificate to, like, Goodwill. And I was like, yeah, I was like, I was like, man, like you just gave me, you know, $10,000 to spend a Gucci or something, you know? So I literally had nothing. So he let me go there and man, it was probably like a solid two years before I could start paying him, you know? I remember. Um, And then it was a good feeling when I did start paying him, you know? And uh, even then he's like, are you sure? And I'm like, yeah, bro, we're we're good. And ever since then, 
you know, been going strong. So, yeah, I definitely got to give a shout-out to my boy because we have some fun in there. Well, and Kyle Bremenschenkel grew up with us also. Of course, right. he, he was always, and I don't know if I ever told you this, but he came to me when he was going to open CFPO, the first one, okay. the original location. Yeah, I didn't know that. And um, at the time, I was teaching martial arts up in St. Augustine, and I was in the fitness business. And he calls me down like you and says, hey, I got an idea. I want to open this CrossFit box. And I come down, and I said, um, he shows me what it is, and I look at him, and I go... <clears throat> Uh, Kyle, don't take this the wrong way, but um, you want to open a gym, right? He's like, yeah. I go, you know you're the laziest person that I know <laughs> in the whole world. <laughs> I go, even when we were kids, we'd be nine of us wanting to play ball or hockey, and he'd be like, no, nah, I'm just going to lay here on the couch and watch TV. And so when I said that to him, I was like, I don't think this is a good idea. Well, clearly I didn't know what I was talking about because now he has a 6,000-square-foot mecca and it is an amazing place to go, an amazing place to train. It's full of people who really genuinely care about each other. And I would say now you're one of the figurehead leaders up there. Like people really look to you for inspiration and you get people stretching, you get people walking, you get people doing healthy things. And you're aware that there's other people that are battling with the same problems that you battled with. Because you've been through it, you're able to take them in and talk to them and relate to them. And that's something that's really powerful. I mean, that's kind of what I do with my veteran status that's what i do with the same things that i've been through in my life and so mm. it's very important because you got to become a mentor and you got to give back right that's the well, only way it works it. Well. and so i mean you've seen you go all the way through that and shout out to kyle for you know obviously investing in his friends and always taking care of us because we are brothers we've all been family for a long time i think we've known each other now for over 40 years <laughs> at least yeah, well, close to yeah, it well i'm 41 so yeah like 30 <laughs> So, 35 something like that long, long time, time long so time. yeah we're just getting started now the good uh, stuff's ahead hey, of us that's right it, bro. <laughs> but I, I i hate to interrupt you but i gotta ask they let um white belts uh be instructors well you know i mean it was a favor you know <laughs> <laughs> should i call you sensei bro um uh, you can yeah, call me yeah, master yeah. master will work yeah i'm sure yeah you'd love that oh yeah, no, it was a uh, that was a good time. I had a great instructor, similar to, to what you're talking about with Kyle, but a guy helped me out as I was coming through a really tough period also. Mm -hmm. uh, my issue was the VA had me on all kinds of medications, but yeah. really I was drugged up. Uh, 11 pills a day is what I had to take wow. at 30 years Jeez. old. I was 60 pounds overweight, and um, the drugs that I was taking, all they did was make me drink and smoke and never be able to sleep so i was a mess yeah, and so i literally miserable. was just terrible and then when i decided to go sober i quit everything cold turkey went home and detoxed it took me six months but after i detoxed i knew i needed to get back into something just like you with kyle mm -hmm. <clears throat> master plot mike plot who's uh, the instructor and owner of acma up in st augustine amazing guys uh swat team cop ex-army Anyway, I went to him and said, hey, I need something to do. I'm trying to get my life back together and explain my situation. And he did the same thing that Kyle did, and he let me train for free. That's cool. And yeah. um, in exchange, as time went by, you know, I cleaned the gym. And eventually, I did, you know, logo design for him. I did his website for him. I did his... That's cool. Yeah. And, he, you know, eventually it worked out. And then as I got promoted, and once you receive, I think, Red Belt, which is only three from Black, then you can be a teacher. So okay. he had me instructing and go. teaching with the Red Belt on and... It was nice because I was able to pay him back for all that he did for yeah, me. Exactly. But if it wasn't for him giving me that chance, mm -hmm. I didn't have a buck twenty a month to come up with to yeah, go train exactly. every. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it put me around good people and it gave me a good environment and got me on the right track, which is you know same type of thing that you had to happen with you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, people like that are just amazing, man. I'll tell you, some of my best friends 
it's funny like after after we work out i started because i had to lose some weight started just walking for it started for like 15 minutes or 30 minutes and then now it's like 40 minutes an hour and now instead of just me it's like and some days we'll have you know six of us out there walking you know six ladies you know (laughs) walking with me you know um so it's funny people that you know i would never it's not just because they're all married and you know um i would never talk to them if if it weren't for right crossfit well and it's, you know, it's you nice. know and what's cool about it is like when you came to me and you're like man show me a couple stretches i can do i need to stretch more and i did and i do that with a lot of people and you know how many of them i actually see stretch none ever yeah and yet every day i came in there you were stretching even Bro, if I've i wasn't been doing there. that dude i am like <laughs> I, I tell people all the time like you know, I know if I got on some kind of program and really like did like 30 minutes of stretch in a day, I could get the split. But I am telling you what, dude, I, like I, my hamstrings, bro, it is dang near impossible. Like I, I've been doing it for fucking. I'm not sure five I want to see you bro, do a split, bro. I still bro. can't even barely. Like you see me doing a split, and it's like, what's he doing? He looks like he's standing in a little wide stance. I still can't even do a split. It's like so crazy. I tell people all the time, like if I imagine if I didn't do this, oh my gosh, bro, I'd be like stick legs. He called me old stick leg John, bro. Oh my exactly. gosh, dude. You're like, can you pick that up for me? Can't you pick it up? Nope, can't reach that far. <laughs> it's on the ground. I gotta let that go. I'll just walk on. <laughs> no, you're definitely got some tight hammies, and we gotta work on it deeper and get you some more flexibility. I also am not wrong. sure I ever want to see you do a split. Period. That visual that you just painted for me right there just about knocked me out of my chair, and both the ladies over there are clearly having a laugh at us. But yeah, you know, I mean, CrossFit did do you well, and you're now paying it back. In my opinion, you bring a lot of great energy to that place, and you unite the place because, you know, Kyle's got lots of things going on, and uh, you know, he's got people, great staff up there. But it really well, is like the members. Your, it's you with your yoga too, man. Like you go all over the place, all over the world. Um, you know, um, teaching handstands and you know, changing the, all those people's lives. You know, and so, that's what I. That's what to uh, me it's all about is the fact that uh, we survived what we survived for a reason, and not all of our friends, not all of our buddies have made it through. We just lost a good friend last year. We just lost another one, bro. Freddie Carl Croyle. His uh, his funeral is on Saturday. Yep. So yeah, we uh, so when Freddie, we when Freddie we does, uh, Freddie was last year, and then my buddy Josh the year before, and. You know, in, in our early 40s, you start to think to yourself, man, those people could have been us. Easy. Yeah. Oh, yeah Many yeah. times over again. But for some reason, we're still here. And I think that's kind of what the point of everything is, is that we're the ones giving back. We're the ones recognizing that we owe the world our gratitude and whatever we can offer it. And you're not one of those people who's just like, all right, I made it. I'm out of here. I'm not going to do anything. And clearly, I'm not either because I'm starting a nonprofit. And everything I'm doing now is is to help people, you know? That's literally what I'm doing. And so I spend my life waking up every day. How can I help more people? How can I reach more people? How can I inspire more people? Because honestly, it keeps me going in the right direction to help others. But also, it's inspiring to see people get helped. And, you know, like I said, watching you and seeing you stay steadfast and then watching everything unfold over the last eight years with the job, with the... Uh, I'll never forget when you came and told me about Amy serious relationship i was like johnny serious relationship all right we'll see how long this goes and i kept going and here it is and then he came to me with that john i'll never forget the day he says to me and he says uh hey man i'm looking for something to invest in because i'm liquid now 
<laughs> in Johnny's best voice, he said, "I'm liquid now." <laughs> and so we had a uh, a good yeah, laugh at you, that too. You but get a thousand dollars in your bank account, yep. and you're like, "Yeah, well, that, buddy." That thirty dollar Goodwill coupon now is uh, was less valuable, right? But still had the same meaning. Still That's the same right. meaning and value. Well, thanks yeah. for telling us your story, man. Anything else you want to say to everybody before we uh, close it up? Yeah, man. I just want to say convos with Chris. You know, hashtag convos with Chris. It's been good. You know, he's a, a he does uh, this guy does everything. Like uh, we're we're actually hopefully to be closing on our uh, first uh, house. Uh, we'll turn to rental property after a year. He's been helping us through that. He's helped me through a lot. We've had some great times together. You know, we've had some bad times together, <laughs> um, you know, some scary times together. We survived them all, though. Um, yeah, but we're still here. We're That's still right. kicking. You know, life is good. That's right. Well, Let's thank you much moving. for being on the show, brother. I really appreciate it. I was excited to open me. up my first. We've done 10 episodes now, and Tara and I were the uh, all 10 of them. So I know as much as people miss Tara this week, uh, they were looking forward to hearing me have conversations with people, and I couldn't think of anyone better to start off with than one of my longest friends in the world who's also an inspiration to me because like you said people find inspiration in me i find it in you and some other people you know and that's something that you know really means a lot to me and hopefully is the same value to you so that you know we can continue to sharpen each other right iron sharpens iron so we hold each other accountable and keep kicking ass and uh we'll see what else we can do in the next 35 years yeah i can't wait man it's it only gets better from here that's right you know what do they say about wine at least for me maybe not so much you (laughs) (laughs) i'm just kidding it doesn't matter for me anyway. Uh, <laughs> I like to point out, too, there's no pictures of us right up here, but uh, Johnny did not have a bald head and a beard a few years back. Now he does. He's trying to follow right. Chris Pace, uh, <laughs> yeah, Chris yeah, Pace guidelines. Right. This guy wanted to look just like me, so he made himself. Uh, but, I mean, I'll give him credit. He's real close. <laughs> lucky me. <laughs> All right, Johnny, we'll take off now. See you. Late.